You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday to you. How you doing today? I hope it's going to be a good week for all of us. I am looking forward to this week. I think, yes, I am. Next weekend, this coming weekend, I'm going to be in Bloomington, Indiana, working at the Comedy Attic with one of my best friends, two of my best friends, Greg Warren and Emil Joachim. And um, I took the gig just because I want to get on stage and uh, and the club needs to make some money. I'm not getting any money from it. They're putting me up in a hotel. Um, and I'm going to be in Bloomington all weekend. and Not all weekend. I guess just Saturday. Driving in on Friday. Do two shows. Hang out Saturday. Do two shows. Drive back Sunday. Um, so that'll be fun. Get out of my parents' hair. I have not been that great of a hang around these parts recently. This weekend was... I was around a lot and there was a lot going on in my fam. They, my dad played music on Friday night on the back of a fucking, uh, trailer that my brother-in-law's company was pulling them around. I don't know. St. Louis is doing this thing where local bands were performing on the back of like trailers on trailers that were being towed by a van that would then be promoting a small business in town. So my brother's, my brother-in-law's, the small business he works for, Big mud, Muddy Adventures. You know, that's the one that I went on the canoe trip with. If you're ever in St. Louis, Big Muddy, muddy Adventures is where you're going to want to go to go out and do something really fun that um, no one has done before, like going up and down the Mississippi in a canoe or fucking, I don't know what else they do. They do a ton of shit. But um, went and saw my dad play um, on Friday night for a little bit he had a really good time it would just like pull up to it was just like being toted around town they would stop in front of house parties because people were told prior to the it happening that there's going to be bands driving around on friday night if you want to have a you know front yard party they'll stop and play so they did that and i designed the signs to hang on the car or on the trailer that said the band's name glaze and the moon kings so that was my little project on Friday was like making posters. I'm like, what? What is my life? I went to Michael's and bought poster board and like Sharpies and was drawing the bubble letters. And I'm like, what is this? What am I doing? I mean, it was fun. I like I like drawing bubble letters. I'm quite good at it. Got a lot of practice when I would zone out in middle school. Um, but... Um, so I designed those signs and then I went to go see my dad. I tracked them down because my whole family, I have, I'm tracing them on the, um, find your friends app, you know, where you can share locations. It was great though, because I pulled up to go see my dad playing and my brother-in-law didn't know I was coming. My dad didn't know I was coming. And I pulled up in my ex-boyfriend's car, the 1989 Land Cruiser. That's been getting me a lot of attention. And I pulled up, my brother-in-law is on the other side of the road. It's, it's confusing, but I was facing my dad. I was trying to film my dad from the car. So I've got the phone pointed at the passenger side window. I'm driving on the other side of the road. My brother-in-law is on the lawn and he can't see that I'm driving, but I, I crawl by him in the car because I'm taking a video. I'm going very slow and he's standing there and he doesn't know it's me. And I drive past him and on the video of me filming my dad, you hear him go, uh, he goes, sick car. I I got sick card by my brother-in-law. And then I turned around and he goes, Nikki? Like he had no idea it was me. 
So even my brother-in-law was throwing out compliments to me in my sick new ride. It's, it's crazy how much attention this car gets. Um, I, it really makes me reconsider everything. So then I went home because my mom was like going to some, like she, she went from going to visit my dad to go peel off on some, um, front yard hang. And I just didn't want to hang out with a bunch of people, my parents age. And then she felt bad because I cruised past her because I've no one was answering their phone. I just can see where they are on my map. So I went around the, the, the hood and just like found where they were based on their location that they were sharing with me. And so I just pull up and my mom's in this front yard. I'm like, hi, mom. And she's like a, like with all these people in their lawn chairs, socially distant hanging. And she's like, Nick. And she comes into the car and. She's like, do you want to hang with us? And I'm like, what, what is my life that I spend all day making posters for my dad's little caravan that say Glaze and the Moon Kings? And I fucked up so many times because it's been a really long time since I've done bubble letters and my ends were really bad, which you'd think my ends would be great because it's in my name and I used to be great at them. But no, that was what was really causing me a lot of struggle and strife today or on Friday. And my mom was like, do you want to hang with us? And I was like, no, thank you. Um. I'm just going to go. And she's like, what are you going to do then? She feels so bad that I have like no friends. And it's not that I have no friends here, but my friend, I, I kind of do have no friends, but I've made it that way. I've designed it that way. People are willing to hang out with me. I am not, um, I'm not, I just feel like my residency is here is temporary. Don't need to put down any real friendships. And, um, and there's no real ways to meet anyone because I meet everyone through comedy in my job and I'm not doing those right now. So anyway, was riding home, called my ex-boyfriend to tell him the story about my brother-in-law saying the thing about his car. He was not doing anything. So he comes over, we finish normal people. We don't finish normal people. We're getting close. We watched two more episodes of that show where nothing happens in that show. Nothing happens in that show. Does anyone else watch that show? You should. It's gorgeous and it's beautiful. But like, I, I just, the, there will be a whole scene where you'll just watch someone like reading a book and then she'll look up and sigh. And then you're like, whoa. And then it'll switch to the next scene. I keep seeing all these scenes and I'm like, God, so much money went into hiring all these extras. You know, these, these kids are in school. So there'll be a scene where they're in the middle of like a, a lecture hall and there's like hundreds of students in this lecture hall. And the whole scene is just to show this guy listening to a lecture and zoning out. And that's it. There's no dialogue. It's just like, you know, the ambient noise of a classroom and the professor like droning on. All of these extras had to be paid. Probably, you know, a day rate of like, a th I don't know what extras make. 600 bucks day rate. So times 100. So it's like $60,000 for just extras. Then you have to rent out the space for the classroom. That's another probably to rent out the space for the, the, the school, 10 grand. Plus the production team and the lighting. Well, let's add another 60 grand on top of that. It's like for this one little scene, it's probably like 200 grand for like 10 seconds of this movie or this show. I don't understand it. I, I just find that so much of TV is so fucking wasteful. You really ought to appreciate it when you watch it in a new way. Like I was watching The Good Place the other day. And as I am, I've been watching that show. There's a scene where, and I can't, I can't get it out of my head because it, it was a great scene. But there, you know, it's a representation of heaven, The Good Place. 
and they have clam chowder fountains because apparently that's what everyone wants. It's you find out later why there's clam chowder everywhere and why that's maybe not what you would find in the good place. But there's New England clam chowder fountains and Kristen Bell is like sitting next to this beautiful water fountain that's filled with New England clam chowder. And I'm like, oh, my God, all the money that had to be made for this joke where she says that clam chowder is disgusting. She says New England clam chowder is disgusting. It's savory. What did she call it? She said it's a savory. uh, It's like savory ice cream with savory melted ice cream with bugs in it. It truly is. But God, I love clam chowder. Or I used to before I was vegan. I like the way the clams, like, I like that, the um, squishiness of clams. The chewiness. I love that. That's like, you know, three-year-old gum. Chewiness level. Delicious. Not delicious, though. They don't taste good. I just like the consistency. Anyway, I just couldn't get it out of my head that, like, for them to make that fountain of clam chowder for that one joke was, like, thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, TV is so expensive and so wasteful. I just don't understand it. That's why all these talk shows must be saving so much money by just, like, you know, I'm loving Conan's show right now. I can't recommend it enough, but they've filled their... their, the theater, they're doing it from Largo, which is kind of a smallish theater in L.A., and they're filling the audience with cardboard cutouts of fans, which is really funny, but they keep doing all these bits with it. And Conan keeps having – he has this feud, like this um, feud going on with one of the cardboard cutouts of this guy that's just making a really bored face, and his name's Caleb, and he's from Kansas City. He's just a fan who sent in a funny face of him just kind of being like bored with the bored and just, you know, distracted and like kind of disappointed looking. And Conan just keeps going, Caleb, oh, Caleb, I despise you. And for some reason, it is the funniest fucking thing. And they've done like three or four sketches with Caleb's cut out. Go watch it. You'll have a blast, as you will with anything Conan-wise. I mean, I've been loving his podcast. He did a series called um, Summer S'mores with Conan and the Chill Chums. And there's five episodes. You can go back and listen to them. They're part of Conan Needs a Friend podcast, but he did five episodes where it was just with him and his producer, Matt Gorley, and um, his assistant, Sona Movsevsian. I think I said her name right. She's amazing. But there's, he's so funny with these two. It's almost like a, a better experience than just having a guest on. Sometimes you just want to hear. That's my favorite podcasts are always people that don't have guests on, but just have regulars on. That's what I kind of like what I do with my show mostly is just have people that you're used to me being comfortable with because I hate when the guest has to like put on a new kind of voice to be like, welcome to the show. You know, like it just gets a little bit faker and it can be more real and you just feel like you're a fish on the wall. A fish. <laughs> you just feel like you're a fish on the wall, like one of those singing bass from Walgreens back in the day. That's what you feel like. Um, You feel awkward. You feel out of place. You feel like, I shouldn't be here. I'm a fish. Why am I on the fucking wall? Um, Yeah, I just love, I really recommend those Conan podcasts. Again, it's called, um, uh, I I love that at my podcast, I'm recommending other podcasts, but why not? I'm just, this is what I'm here for, is to recommend things that are bringing me joy right now. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, what else did I want to say? <laughs> I'm losing my goddamn mind. Oh, God, I have to go meet my parents right now. Um, Again, I'm just trying to be more of an interactive daughter and not be so antisocial. It's really hard for me, you guys. I like to just be alone a lot. And living in another city always afforded me like calling in and just being like, hey, what did you do this weekend? And like hearing about their weekend. And now it's like I have to go live these things. So apparently another a band is going to be toting around town. This this band in town that my everyone's a fan of. They're like a pretty big St. Louis band called the Mighty Pines. And they're going to be toted around on the back of my brother-in-law's trailer today. They're doing this all weekend. But it's by my sister's house, so I'm going to go down there with my family and go watch them. I'm driving separately, though, so I can get out as soon as I'm bored. Like I said, I just don't like when things don't have an end. I was going to go with my parents, and I was like, how long do you think you're going to stay? And they were like, we don't know. And I go, well, I'm driving alone then. I cannot just be somewhere without an ending. Me no like. And now they're they're gone now, so I was able to even do this podcast. So I'm going to go down there, check it out, and try to be social. How do you feel about that? Like, I'm so jealous of people who just like to do things and are easy breezy. Like, yeah, that sounds good. I'll do that. I'll see you there. Oh, my God. To be you. If you're that person, give yourself a little pat on the back right now. Just do it from me to you. If you're an easygoing son of a bitch, because I am not. Everything is like, oh, God, what am I going to wear? Do I have to do my makeup? Do I have to look cute? But the thing is, you don't really have to look cute. I've been wearing my hair in a ponytail or a bun for, I, I didn't wash my hair for nine days last week, you guys, nine days. And I will say the last five days of those nine were real gnarly. Oh boy. Um, but I just, you know, with the hair falling out, like, like you guys already know this, I just don't like to wash my hair that much because it just comes out too much every day. But I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to think that I need to, to do it more often. Um, because it is so traumatic on day nine, <laughs> all the hair that comes out, my God. <laughs> but last night I, I, uh, so I, yeah, I washed my hair on, on Friday, but it had been since the Tuesday before that I had washed it. It's crazy how little I've washed my hair during this pandemic. Um, but I threw it up last night cause I went, my, so th- it's been a big weekend. Saturday, Friday night was my dad's little thing around town. Uh, I, I just had my ex over and we watched TV show, which was really fun and like a good hang. We've been having great hangs recently and just enjoying each other's company, knowing that, uh, like I said, it will end at some point cause I will leave, but you know, just being friends. It's been fun though, because people have been asking like, what's going on with you guys? And they even asked us live on air the other day. I call into that show every Thursday and, uh, someone on the show asked the other day, like, or the host of the show, you know, my ex-boyfriend is one of the co-hosts and the host was like, whenever I go out, people are always wondering what's going on with you two. Maybe I told this on the podcast already. I really regret that if I did. Um, But so often I record these and they either don't 
work or they, um, or I scrap them. So I for, forgive me if I ever repeat myself, but anyway, um, it put us both on a spot of like, what are you guys doing? And we both had the same answer, which is like, we don't know, but we like hanging out and this is good. Um, and then we hung out again last night too, because I had no one, my dad was performing at a bar, um, down the street and my mom didn't want to go because she was tired from the night before when she was out watching him. So I went to go to this bar and I watched my dad and, um, and I, and I got to sing with him. That was the reason I wanted to go. Cause I had uh, a song in my heart that I wanted to sing and I've been taking singing lessons and it didn't really help. Um, I wasn't that good. I didn't do as good as I wanted to. I think it was nerves. I don't know what it was, but, um, I just feel stupid singing sometimes. And I feel like, you know, people are just like, why are you doing this? No one needs this. Stick to what you're good at. But I just love it so much. And and after watching her ACM, Taylor Swift's ACM, her, I just call her her now and you guys know who I'm talking about. After watching Taylor's ACMA performance, I've just been like obsessed with her performance. And I, I, I my ex-boyfriend filmed me singing last night. And it wasn't that great. And I watched it today. For whatever reason, I can watch myself sing, but I can never watch myself do comedy, even though I'm good at that and I'm not good at singing. And I watched it and I'm just like, look too nervous. I'm not like engaging. I'm not like being dynamic enough. So I got to work on my performance level in terms of singing. That, that being said, so I sang last night. I got up and sang the song Death by a Thousand Cuts, which is a pretty like fast song. Like there's a lot of words. There's this one part that's like, my heart, my hips, my body, my love. Trying to find a bottom, mean a getting ink. It just like it's it. I get out of breath. It's a lot of words. It's a lot of words, and I say that because I got off stage and there was a person there at the bar who I haven't seen in a couple of years. He's a comedian. Um, he also does musical comedy. He's like very good at singing and playing guitar and performing. And he's a comedian too. And he was like older, a lot older than me, like my dad's age, well-respected, always been really nice to me. And he walks up after I finish my song and I just like walk back to the, my table and sit with Chris, my ex. And Chris is like, good job. And we're just like, and he, he comes over after we've, we've already greeted each other minutes before this. He didn't know I was going to get up and sing this guy. And he comes back over after I finished singing, I plop right down and he comes in and he goes, well, uh, that was a lot of words. Ouch. That hurt my feelings. I really hated it. Um, and I was in a bad fucking mood because I didn't, I don't want any compliments. I'm not asking anyone to come up and be like, wow, you, you should quit comedy. You're the best singer ever, but just lie. And I know I read that book about lying and you're never supposed to lie. So just don't say anything or just say, hmm, let me think of something I would say to me if I heard me and it wasn't that good. First of all, it wasn't terrible. So you could say good job and that would not be a lie because like that is that that was a good job or maybe it wasn't. OK, maybe you don't think it's a good job. What could you say to me? Um, that was uh, that was impressive or that was um, I wow, I didn't know you could sing. Well, that would hurt my feelings, too. I'm trying to think of a way to not lie, but not be mean. Oh, I don't know. Don't say anything. Just from across the bar, give me a thumbs up. Is that a lie? Is a thumbs up a lie? Do that. Because I was supposed to go hang out with um, my ex after that because my dad only played till eight. And he was like, hey, do you want to go over to my brother's with me? There's some people there. And I was like, I'm so bummed out by that fucking comment from my friend that I just want to go home. 
and like not do anything. And that's, that's, that's fucking stupid, but that's how I felt. I just was like so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, I'm terrible at this thing. Why did I even do that? Why do I try? But it's because my dad asked me to. No, I asked my dad. Let me be honest with you guys. I told my dad, hey, can I sing that Taylor Swift song? But I'm also, it was, it wasn't terrible. It did feel a little bit like my daughter's talent show. Like when a five-year-old gets up and sing and everyone claps, like, good job. Like no one really needed to hear it. My dad is the talent of the group. It just felt embarrassing because I'm, I'm bad at something my dad is great at and it's bothersome because I want to be good too. I found my own thing I'm great at that no one in my family is good at or as good at. And why can't I just stick to that? Today I posted a picture of my sister on my Instagram and one of my best friends who's a model dm'd me in response to it and said oh my god she's so beautiful and it was just like i know i know and yes i did write that she was beautiful in the picture but it was just a um an echo of my entire like high school life of every time my sister left the room my friends would go oh my god she's so pretty what the fuck it's not fair and I'm going like you don't think it's fair you don't have the same fucking DNA you think you don't you don't think it's fair that you don't look like my sister how about the fact that I have the same ingredients and I don't look like her how about let's talk about not fair and I know my sister listens to the podcast Lauren you know that I don't hate you anymore for that I just hate other people and I hate God. I'm just kidding. No, you're beautiful. And I celebrate it. Um, and the fact that you don't know you're that beautiful is all the better. My sister is truly the most beautiful person on the outside. But like pro- probably as beautiful on the inside. And she doesn't know it. And she doesn't really care about her looks that much. And it's so fucking refreshing. It almost makes me worried to go back to life there's, that's another thing. Like I've been so incubated from worrying about my looks. I've been around people that just don't care as much. My mom cares, but not like she doesn't talk about it incessantly, but I just feel like you go out in the outside world and especially you hang out with people your own age and all they talk about is their looks, especially women. And it's so boring. And I think that's a re- real reason I'm scared to go back out there. I just don't want to care about my looks, but I'm about to go get, meet my parents and probably meet a bunch of strangers. So I'm going to go put on some makeup so that people like me more. And I'm going to change out of these running pants I have on because I got to wear a pair of jeans. So I look like someone who could maybe be a mom someday because who knows, I could be meeting my husband later today. All right, guys, I have to go. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. I'll see you tomorrow here on the podcast. Squirt, squirt, jackpot.